Authentic Life Radio, episode number 47. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah Rader. I have I've done so much since the last time we've been here. It's been a long time since we've been here. It really has. I've seen the Twilight movie twice. I still haven't seen the Twilight movie. Wow. We, I've never seen the Twilight movies. Right. <laughs> we had Thanksgiving. I did have Thanksgiving. My kid turned 13. My kid's still 12. <laughs> I mean, it's been, it's been, and McKenna is already talking about how she's um, halfway through the school year, which I told her she's got a few more weeks because after Christmas break, then we'll be halfway through the school year. Can you believe that? I know. It's crazy, which means Luke, well, Lydia, but yeah. she's not in middle school. Luke is already halfway through his first year and Matthew of middle school. I know. That's craziness. It is. And I was just, so I was thinking about this, you know, um, that in our elementary school, the difference between second grade and third grade is being downstairs or upstairs because third, fourth, and fifth grade are upstairs or outside in mobiles. Okay. And just the mindset of moving upstairs, next year McKenna will be upstairs. Huh. And it's just so it's I'm taking like a move. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's like a move. And so when I'm not rushing, I'm taking every single last moment of second grade that I have. I'm not I'm not rushing. I'm not trying, but just getting caught in that moment of wow, it it'll be a change. It'll be a change. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. So she um she's really funny. McKenna is. Yes, she is. She's a character. She really is. And so the other day, she asked me how she met um, one of her friends at school. And I told her that um, they met in preschool because they had gone to preschool together. And she said, okay, well, how did I meet Lydia? And I said, well, you met Lydia because mommy and, and Miss Sarah are friends. She goes, well, how did you guys meet? And I said that we met... Um, in a Bible study um, 11 years ago. And she's like, oh, so that, okay. Obviously I've lost a lot of weight. Um, And McKenna refers to that self as um, I was shaped like a watermelon. Okay. That, so that just little detour from the story. That's how she describes that time of my life. So, that's when you were like a watermelon. And I said, yeah, I guess. I said, yes. You know, um, and I laughed and I, you know, thought it was funny. And she goes, yeah, I bet Miss Sarah didn't like you much then. And I said, well, she's my friend. So um, I, she liked me. She goes, yeah, but I bet she likes this you much better. That's that's my seven year old's observations or or opinions of of our relationship. That does she think I'm vain? <laughs> what? I don't know. I think that's her processing that she likes this mom better than. Um, Did you tell her that I've lost weight so, too? No, I didn't even want to get started. That. <laughs> okay, well you should have because we were eating us some good Burger King back then. We a lot of it too. That's where we met because our kids could play. Our kids could play. Um, and we liked it. Yeah, I can't imagine eating there now. Yeah, we yeah, we don't eat there. Not, not knocking people who do want to eat Burger King. Right. That's fine. If you that's do, fine. that's fine. But we, we don't. Uh, I can't anymore. Right. Because since Andy's gone gluten-free, I've gone gluten-free uh, for the most part. I mean, mm-hmm. hardly ever eat gluten anymore because I just feel better. and um, And so... That was a lot of gluten we were eating back then. A whole lot of gluten. 
a whole lot of gluten. <laughs> I could I could down me some gluten at the Burger King. Yeah, we could. Um and and we were doing that a few times a week. I mean we were doing that a lot when the kids were little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fun. I mean, it's so different now. Um when we first started going to Burger King, um Lydia was little, like sitting in the high chair at the table. No, she was in the carrier. Was she in the carrier at first? Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking a few months, a few months in. And but even when she was in the carrier, she would scream at the top of her lungs if she was left with me. And then I think like just a few weeks ago, she spent like an entire weekend with our family. Yeah. So yeah. it's just um we're growing up together. Mm-hmm. Yep. We are. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, because uh, like Megan came to, uh, went, to the, went to the middle school yeah. basketball games and Luke made the middle school mm-hmm. basketball team. And um, the middle school basketball teams, um, they play sixth, seventh and eighth grade. They're all different, separate games. Sixth grade plays, then the seventh grade plays, right. and then the eighth grade plays. But she came to the sixth grade game by herself and just sat with me yeah. and watched Luke play and then had to leave in the middle of the seventh grade game. But she you know, we just sat together and we talked and it was, you know, it was just, I love that she's just comfortable enough to just sit there and hang out with me and, and, and things like that. I mean, just, it's, it's just fun that we're able to, to be in each other's lives and each other's kids' lives and just do life together. It's, um, it's very cool. It is. It is. I love, I, I absolutely love it. And, um, Megan, Megan told me that she started, um, she's like, I do it with Lydia, um, a lot. But I've just started introducing her as my cousin because it's so much easier to say than to say, well, this is my mom's best friend's daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she just calls Lydia her cousin and and they go about their, you know, their merry little their way, merry little way. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's fun. So it, it's it's fun. But um, that's that's McKenna's description of our early friendship that you must not have liked me that much because you were shaped like a watermelon, I was shaped like a watermelon. <laughs> hmm. Well, <laughs> You can tell McKenna that wasn't true. <laughs> Says the child who's shaped like a stick. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell her that's not true, that I've loved you no matter what size or shape or whatever. It doesn't matter because I've had my own We've sizes our, and shapes. Right. Yes. We, we all come in different shapes and sizes. That is very true. Yes. Um. So we hit while we're on the subject of, of shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. It can be so tricky. Um. Megan's first dance costume came in okay. last night and it's it's a two piece um it's a top and a bottom and normally they would wear um what is called a nudie mm-hmm. which is a one piece nude color um bodysuit and they're not allowed to wear nudies this year because last year some of the girls on the dance team were um wearing a nudie and underwear underneath and it it creates a look that is not appealing a flattering yes Mm -hmm. Um, flattering would be the right word and so she said um dance coaches said absolutely not we're going to get you know if you want to wear a bra and underwear that's fine this is what you're going to get no nudies okay so that that's the rule so megan has since our meeting in september when it, it, it was on matt's birthday since our meeting in september has been working through some issues of how she was going to feel knowing that one if not more of her dance competition or dance costumes would be two pieces and that she was not going to be allowed to wear a nudie because megan megan still has a belly you know um her body she's she's lost weight since she started dancing um her body is very well proportioned other than her belly. And, and and so it's just the way that it is. We are dealing with it. I know that my daughter has issues with her body and I'm trying to be sensitive and encouraging and kind and, you know, um, gentle when I remind her that she's had four glasses of chocolate milk today, you know, um, and on this line of, of thinking. So last night I was um, the first parent to arrive to pick the you know mm-hmm. and i'm um, sitting there watching their tap dance and the 
owner of the studio who I would I would call she would be the main coach I guess I would call her okay um she comes out and she says well while you're here I wanted to catch you because um I just wanted to let you know it's okay if Megan wants to wear a nudie I've given this a lot of thought and I don't want her to feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. you know um I'm not, she's like, please understand. I'm not saying anything. I think that um, they all had the, they all had the costume on tonight. It looks adorable on her, you know, but for her own comfort, if she would like to wear a nudie, she, she's been given permission to. And so, and I, and I'm telling her, I'm like, you know, we, she has lost weight since she joined the dance team. Um, I, I tell her consistently Parts of your body are just going to be shaped the way God made you. Mm-hmm. It, it's just as simple as that. Look in the mirror and then look at me. It's pretty much identical. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I, I can't change that. That's the way God made you. Um, there are parts of your body that are going to be shaped a certain way. That doesn't mean you can't be physically fit. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you can't you know, stretch those muscles and make them do things that you want them to, you know, like getting her splits because that's something she's working on and stuff. So, and so I'm telling Mary, oh, sorry. I'm telling her this. I'll go back and take that out. Um, that I, I tell Megan, parts of your body will be this way. I said, but we've we've tried and we've, you know, we've been counting her, we'll count her calories and, um, you know, we're, it's not, that belly is just not coming off. Mm-hmm. We can't call it baby fat anymore because she's been having girly things <laughs> for three years now. Right? <laughs> you know, um, she, she's been having her period for three years now. We can't call it baby fat anymore. I don't. I don't know what else. So, um, on the way home last night, I was telling Megan that she was given permission to wear a nudie. She's like, "That's so funny because I've been mentally preparing to not wear one." And I was really, you know, getting to a place where I'm comfortable with that. Um, and I had just decided when we got our costume tonight that that, that was it. I'm not allowed to wear a nudie. I'm going to do this. I'm, you know. So I asked her, I said, you know, I've been really, I've been really lacking on my physical activity lately. You know, I haven't really been having the... Um, motivation to get it done. I really need a partner. Will you be my partner? Will you hold me accountable? And so I made it about me. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I'm telling her, you know, cardio is the thing that we really need to up in your daily activities to help burn off the belly. Mm-hmm. And um, and so and I'm like, I'm like, please understand. I'm not being negative. I'm only being encouraging. I only want to be helpful. And this is, it's, it's for me. Mm -hmm. It's really, it's for me. Can you be my partner in doing this? And she said, yes. So between now and February, we have, we have a plan. Oh, good. And, um, and we're going to be partners in cardio and physical activity. And so we're going to see, I'm anxious to see what that does to her body as well as to mine. That's awesome. And I hate that my 13 year old has to deal with this, but that is life. Mm -hmm. So yes, that is it. Very cool though. I mean, that's, I mean, it's cool that you have a plan and a, and a way to, you know, motivate both of you. And I hope so. I hope that when it comes time to getting it done tonight, that, you know, it's not so much opposition that I just, give up trying to to be kind and get her motivated in Mm -hmm. a in a fun way yeah i hope so too so yeah because you and i were talking just a little bit earlier about how tired Mm -hmm. our kids are and we don't blame them right because they're always going because this morning (laughs) when i was waking luke up at 6 15 i know that you'd wake up your kids a little bit earlier but luke gets on the bus at 6 50 and because he's a boy, it doesn't take him as long to get ready um, if he gets up at 6.15, but he, he laid there this morning. But he, he said, Mom, please, I just want to lay here. I, I'm so tired. Please, Mom, please just let me lay here. And everything within me 
wanted to just let him lay there mm-hmm. because he's playing basketball all the time and then he's right. got homework and you know he um he had a game on Monday night he had a game this is Wednesday he had a game on Monday night he had a game last night he'll have a game tomorrow night he'll have practice tonight um and in the midst of all of that you know he'll have a game he'll have practice on Friday night um we're trying to get homework done where yeah. and and Lydia had Girl Scouts last night. I mean, it was just trying to get everything done. I want to be able to have family time. I, I want to be able to cook for my family. I want to be able to, you know, to be there. Mm-hmm. I, I want us to be a family unit and to be to be encouraging, to be kind. I don't I don't work outside the home for those moms that that do work outside the home, um, you know, working working inside the home trying to take care of you know Andy and the kids and their activities and our just our home our th- our um our three dogs our cat and everything that goes along <laughs> inside of that it it's you know it, it boggles my mind so for the moms that work outside of the home as well as inside the home which for me is a full-time job um it boggles my mind you know because here's my you know my 12-year-old son saying mm-hmm. mom please i'm exhausted I don't want to get up. And right. um, I really did just want to let him lay there and let him sleep mm-hmm. even for another hour or two, because that's really what his body needed. Right. And I totally got that. I mean, and I just had to say, you know, buddy, you really need to get up. I, and I just, I, you know, he got, he, had, he eventually got himself up and then he was like, can you take me to school? And I couldn't take him to school because the, the kid across the street, um, he comes, I, get him on the bus um, right. with Lydia every morning because his parents both work. And um, so I help him get on the bus every morning. And so I really, there are days that like, if there's a, a dire emergency that I'll leave them there. But because um, Andy is sometimes there, but he wasn't back from working out. So I couldn't leave, you couldn't leave. that morning. Sometimes he is back in time. And so I couldn't do that. And it was just a hard morning, you know, to, to have to send him on the bus and I know he wasn't happy with me but you know it's just hard it is it's a hard time to try to get all of this stuff done and and you know just to fit something else in is what I'm mm-hmm. going to get getting at of right physical physical another physical activity, activity. thing mm-hmm. on top of everything else right. is just something so I know that um it, it will be difficult but I'm but I really pray and I hope that it will be that she'll see the rewards out of it I you hope know, so. quickly yes. so that she will be motivated to continue doing it um, because it's just it's hard. It's hard. So hopefully that will work out and and she'll be motivated to I, continue I'm, with I'm it. I'm really hoping that she will um, see results quickly mm-hmm. and that that will that will help her her stay motivated. Yeah, because even I I mean. I get up at five in the morning because I've decided that, um, well, I've decided that I don't want to spend the first hour of my day being yelled at by teenagers. So I wake up an hour before them. So the second hour of my day, I can be spent being yelled at by teenagers. Um, And uh, even then, I, you know, I don't want to go straight from the bed to uh, work out because my mind doesn't wake up that fast. I, I need more um, more time to wake up. Like I'm finding that I can't just hit the ground running anymore. I'm not a morning person and I never yeah, have. Either. I never have mm-hmm. been. Um, I don't enjoy yeah. it. I am a night owl. My I'm productive at night. My mind is my mind works better at mm-hmm. night. I I just I do better. See, my mind doesn't work better at night anymore because it's getting up so early. But if I was allowed to live on a schedule that I wanted to, mm-hmm. um, that would be the same for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It I, would. I, I, I just do better. I just do better at night. And, um, but yeah, I, the mornings are just awful. Yeah. I don't like mornings. This morning I had to wake Megan up at five forty-five because she had to take a shower before school. And um, because when she got home from dance last night, she was too exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's just, mm-hmm. they don't want to get up. I don't want to make them get up. There were times last year when 
Megan was the only one I had to get ready for school. She'd ask for more time. I'm like, okay, scoot over. <laughs> I'm going to get in bed with you and you're going to keep me warm. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably never get up out of this bed. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but they are, my kids are so, my kids are so busy. And I take that Megan is so busy. Because Megan is so busy, the other two just get to be busy being kids. Um, and it, it's exhausting, but I don't know. It's, you know, this, this season of life is going to fly by so it quickly. Well, it already is. It, I mean, it is. And I'm trying not to take it for granted because I'm going to look back and I'm going to um, really cherish it. Yeah. I'm trying to um, relish each moment. I know that, you know, I love to be able to, um, like last night at the game, we watched we watched the seventh grade play. Mm-hmm. It was a really good game. It's who beat them. Um, this the team that they played. The seventh grade team beat them last time last year in this championship something, okay. and um, so they really wanted so to win. Deal, it was a right. huge game with it at this regular season because they wanted to win, which um, which they did. They right? did yeah. win. It was so it was really it was a heated game. It was intense. But um, Luke and his teammates were sitting in the first couple rows. We we sat at the very top. But they were all, it's funny to watch 12-year-old boys because girls, you know, they like, I don't know what it is about 12-year-old girls, but they like, they like sit around and they talk about other people. I remember it and I've Mm -hmm. watched them do it and they're just kind of like, they sit in a huddle, but they don't, I don't know what they're doing. These 12-year-old boys were so immersed in the game, like they were like smushed in together it was so funny. Like you wouldn't think that they would be, but they were all like smushed in together. You couldn't even get like a ruler in between them all. And, um, in this little pack. And then they would be making these funny noises and, um, just like cheering for the team. And they would be putting their hands in the air, like twinkle hands when they would be shooting free throws and just doing stupid, funny things. Being, being 12 year old boys, right. not giving a flying flip what anybody else thought. Good. Um, just being silly where 12 year old girls because I was one of them so I can speak mm-hmm. from experience y'all that 12 year old girls are caring about what everybody else is thinking Even if they say they don't yes think about what everybody else is thinking thinking about this boy over here or whatever you know Luke now here's my son Luke told me I'm never gonna date a cheerleader I said what I'm like <laughs> where did this come from he said I'm never gonna date a cheerleader because I don't want to deal with cheerleader drama I said, okay, well, that's smart. But he said, there is so much cheerleader drama. I don't even know what to do with it, mom. He said, there's, he said, there's a girl crying every five minutes at middle school. And I tell you what, it's the cheerleaders that are causing all of the drama. (laughs) I said, okay, buddy. He already knows what's going on up there. I guess so. He does. But it's just so much fun. It's so funny to see him watch all this stuff. Yes. And he's like, middle school is just full of drama, mom. It is. Full of drama. And it's all those girls. It is. It's all those girls. That's the same thing my kid says. Um, And uh, my daughter. (laughs) And and hopefully, no knock to any, if there's moms that have cheerleaders, uh, hopefully you don't take that wrong or whatever. I I mean, but it was just funny because it's not that. It's just, I I was one of the girls that, I'm a 12 year old girl. And so I understood what he was trying to say. It's probably just a couple girls that he knows that are whatever. But, um, so anyways, it was just funny to hear hear him say, I'm never dating a cheerleader. I was like, yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Luke. That is so funny. Megan. Um, okay. So Megan's had two boyfriends so far in life. Both of them are on the basketball team. Uh The boy she currently likes is also on the basketball team. Um, and now that I've said this publicly, her dad probably will not let her go to any more basketball games. But anyway, um, she can come and watch Luke. Yes. And it's not and, Luke. Right. And we, right. It's not Luke. It's not Luke. Um, and what I, which I love the whole, you know, um, there's a no boys in her room rule. And she's like, but it's just Luke. It's just <laughs> Luke. It's just Luke. Um, the rule still stands, even though it's, it's just, just Luke. Luke. Um, but uh, so last week I went to a game with her and um, and she's like, mom. I, I think I'm a basketball fan. 
I think I'm a basketball fan. And I said, okay, Megan. She goes, yeah, I'm a basketball fan. And I'm going to grow up and I'm going to live in New York and I'm going to dance on Broadway and I'm going to be married to a New York net. <laughs> and I'm like, please don't. And just please, so you know, I think it's the don't. New Jersey Nets. I think it is. I know. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Knicks. I know. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, she didn't say she was a big fan. <laughs> Yeah, but I know she you, has it wrong, but that's you, what she says. Can you can you tell can you do you mind saying about the um this part? Remember what she said? What did she say? Oh, she was like, um I don't remember how she said it now. But I made Sarah blush with my response to her. Megan was um No, you just repeated what she said and it made me blush. Yeah, well, I told her that she shouldn't be thinking that. Yes. Um so there, there's a boy on the basketball team that Megan likes who has some um, upper body muscles, <laughs> some what my daughter thinks are, are very good arm muscles. She was looking, you said, she's like, what, did she, did she call him hot? Did she say, she, I don't know. Because she, she has and many times, but she's like, oh, mom, boys just shouldn't have arm muscles like that. Yeah. And I'm like, Megan, you shouldn't be noticing that boys have arm muscles like that. And so they're talking about this and my face is just turning bright red Sarah's and bright red. And bright, I know, I'm just blushing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, oh no. Because you know it's coming your way. It, it, it could well, be, it could be. I don't know. It's just like the whole... Well, Lydia will at some point during her teenage years notice boys. She already notices boys that they're cute. I think that what it was is that it, there could be at times some girls talking about my son that way. Yes. Then I said that, and and then Megan was like, "Sarah, she told me what." She, there are already girls talking about Luke like that, right? And I was like, and then my eyes got really big, and I was like, "That's just my little boy. You don't know right. people." Um, that's my. I, you see, I'm stuttering. I know. <laughs> He's my, that's my sixth grade boy. She said, there are girls that think he's hot. I said, Luke's not hot. <laughs> she said, she told me, she said, you're, you're right. Luke's disgusting. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, it cracked me up. Thank you, Megan. I appreciate she, yeah. that you said that Luke's disgusting. It's like, oh no, you're right. Luke's disgusting. But there, there are, it, it is. And oh, it was just, being on the team will draw attention to him. And well, yeah, you should have seen. Okay. So this is my whole like the first home game actually was their first game. I was like totally blown away. Like Luke comes up to set. Um, he came up and I said, you know, came up to set with us. And it actually, I think it was just to get money from us, but I probably, can, I can say that he came up to set with us <laughs> sure. for just a little bit. And Long so, enough for somebody to put cash in his hand. Correct. <laughs> and so he comes to set with us and, and, um, and we, and he's talking to us. And then all of a sudden this group of girls comes up. And they sat behind us. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay. And um, and so he's talking to us and whatever. And um, and then he ends up leaving. And then they end up sitting there and for a little bit. And, and, uh, and so I, and then he leaves. And then they say, hey, Luke's mom. And I turn around and, and they go, we're Luke's best friends. And I was like, well, nice to meet you, Luke's best friends. And they were then they all start giggling and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. And so then Luke and all of his teammates go and sit on the like just in this little other little section and all the girls get up, get up and they and all they go, over. go over there and yeah. sit down. And I was like, oh, you've just got a glimpse into the next. Six years, I guess so. But and, and then, yes, so it was that. And then to think that Lydia could be like that. Um, I was like, Mm-mm. Uh, McKenna has been noticing boys without a shirt for the last four years. I mean, right. And so, I, the, but I wanted to say when Luke said that about the, uh, the the cheerleaders, I was like, Luke, those weren't cheerleaders. Those were just girls. <laughs> They're just girls. But I was going to let him say whatever he wanted to say. You know, it's like, yeah. welcome to, welcome to just being girl. Welcome to middle school. Welcome to middle school. That's exactly right. Absolutely. It is a completely different world. It is. And it, it really and is. And it just wasn't anything that I was used to. I mean, just wasn't prepared for. I should have known that. You know what I mean? Right. I was in middle school and I was a middle school girl and I was just, you know, but. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm so glad that Matthew is still oblivious to all of this. 
you know, he's not he he's not on the basketball team. He's he's on the Lego League, which I like to call a dork sport. I mean, <laughs> not to him. <laughs> I love Matthew. I love that his brain thinks that way. Yeah. I I think I mean, he is so amazingly talented. Yeah. Um I was told at our parent teacher conference that um the the coach for the Lego League told his science teacher that um Matthew's one of he he's one of the brightest ones on the team that he really has a sense of of knowing how to program that robot to do what they need it to do and you know um so I I love that that is what that is where his gifts and talents are that is what he is good at and they finally have a place for him in middle school to have that outlet yeah I'm also glad that it's an outlet that does not draw girl attention <laughs> I mean I'm perfectly okay with that <laughs> I like it. Well, here's the thing, though. He's going to go to the Lego League, and there's going to be girls there, too. There will be. And that's going to, I mean, there's going to be. Right. So we're going to get some little, yep, I know. So there's going to be girls that as like long, robots that, that. Right. But as long as he stays oblivious to it. Well, yeah. We're okay for a but while. Yeah. But he's, it won't, he won't always stay oblivious to it. I know that. Okay. I do. Mm-hmm. I do know that. But um, it, it those kids are, they're just. It's all going way too fast. Yeah. So then when I said something about, um, so I did mention, you know, all this, you know, the girls and, and all this. And he said, and to Luke, and he was like, well, yeah, mom, I'm the total package. Absolutely. <laughs> and like, 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 to- of course, like totally joke. He was totally joking, right. but just going back to that podcast. And I love that. that confidence in him, though. I love when, I mean, we all still tease him about it. And he's just like, absolutely. I mean, how could you not think that I'm the total pack? I just, I love that in him. But at the same time, when I'm, and when we're, when I'm tucking him in bed and stuff like that, this insecure, insecurity comes mm-hmm. out and he's totally like, he doesn't You're think. a little boy. Yeah. And he doesn't really have it, but it's, but he talks about the swag that he has and yes. all this stuff, but not really. I love that. Not, I don't love it, but it's, it's interesting to see this still this insecurity that mm-hmm. comes out and and not knowing you know everything that, that right. happens um or what's going on so it's it's i think well i mean we all struggle we all with struggle that. with it we yeah. all struggle with that that insecurity that comes up it's it's how we it's how we struggle with mm-hmm. it it's what we do with it that yeah. is is the thing and i i love that i mean you are raising a son with um, courage and integrity and I just he is going to be if anything you you need to lock him up now because you're giving him the qualities that's going to make him be more looked at and more sought after uh, one of the things that I, I appreciate that one of the things I asked him about there was this other there's this other kid who's on um, the team and um, I asked him about him and he said yeah he's really strong and one of the reasons why I like him is because he can beat up on me <laughs> and um, that makes and that that makes me better because he can actually beat up on me, and I love it that he can make me stronger. Wow! And I was like, well, that's a pretty cool way to look at it, Luke. That is. Um. So it's a very cool way to look at yeah. it. Yeah, because Luke's is. one of the big is is a, one of the bigger kids, mm-hmm. and so um, because I asked him about it, and so I, I thought that was a good way to look at it instead of being like he's you know right. So yeah, there's just things like that uh, that I can see that Luke's you know handling some things right. well and. We'll see. Well, middle school is going to be interesting. I hope that when Lydia gets there, <laughs> you won't be ready. <laughs> I'm oh, I, you, you won't be ready. Megan told me the other day, she said, um, not obviously the people who listen to our podcast I and mean, we've shared very, you know, I mean, we're living our life together. Our kids are living their lives together and now they, they go to the same school and Megan says, so the other day that her and Luke were, um, talking in the hallway i don't remember what the conversation but she's like we're just standing there and we're having this conversation and so and so was standing and it happens to be the boy that she likes so oh. okay. um and wasn't part of the conversation but was at his locker and was close by or something and um and she's like and so there's just this kind of thing between the basketball like they're because they're both on a basketball team even though it's in a different grade and all. and so luke and i are just standing there having our conversation and then he had to go and and so this guy looks at me like you know him and she's like yeah i do <laughs> just like it's again it's just luke 
just Luke. That's funny. So if if Luke ever, you know, does get overwhelmed with the girl attention, you just remind him. He's just You're Luke. just Luke. That's funny. You're just Luke. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I I I love hearing the stories. I do. Uh-huh. About what's going on in my kid's life, about the the glimpses that they give us into into their heart uh-huh. of what is really going on yeah. inside of them. I I mm-hmm. I love that. Yep, yep. I do. Uh huh. Yep. Fun stuff. It's fun. It's very very cool. So you had a good Thanksgiving. I did. That's I awesome. Had a very great Thanksgiving with um. We went to Cliff's sister's house, and um, next year I'm actually hosting. I love that. Yes. I'm quite excited about it. And I hosted this year. You did. My very first all like fixed everything by myself, like the whole thing down to sweet potato casserole Mm -hmm. to stuffing and everything was gluten free. Awesome. And everything worked pretty well, except for the stuffing, which was kind of, um, it was too um, moist. Okay. Because the bread didn't um, do as well. All right. So I'm going to have to work on that. But everything else was really, really good. Cool. As I guess I should say right. I'm kind of bragging on myself. But you know what I mean? Do. Just for it, be, just for it being gluten free and, and everything. And and I wasn't stressed. I was really relaxed. And um, I got out my my pretty um, tablecloth that I wanted to do. And I Andy drilled out the gourds that I wanted and I put candles in them. And awesome. um, it was just it was really fun to have everything decorated. I had cranberries um, in a bowl and a candle and just I got to decorate the way I wanted to. And um, I just I loved it. It was the Thanksgiving that I wanted. And I we played a game where um, everybody had to put what they're thankful for in a big bowl. And then we drew it out and it, everybody had to guess who who put what Fun. they're thankful for. Yeah, I made that up. And, and I had a bunch of pri- I had prizes a bunch of kids prizes in the middle so I could get the kids to play what they're interested yeah. for. So every time we drew one out, then, um, then the kids got to pick a prize so they would stay engaged in right. it. Um, so that was fun. And, um, we played scattergories and, um, it was just fun. We had a good time with Andy's awesome. family. And then, um, but the Sunday before, um, Andy's family, um, everybody went up to his grandparents house cause his grandmother's dying of, um, it looks like she's dying of cancer right now. And, um, I don't know if I've ever talked about, but um, his mom died of cancer. Um, my mother-in-law died of cancer when she was 48. She she um, died of pancreatic cancer. She got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer when she was 47, um, 10 years ago. And then she died um, when right after she turned 48. And now her mother has bile duct cancer. And it's very it's all very close, close. together. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they are just awesome people. Like I consider them my grandparents. And... Um, she was just diagnosed in August with bile duct cancer and it's taking her quickly. Um, but she is the strongest woman that I have ever, one of the strongest people I've ever known. Like I asked her, she was, we, she and I were been talking about um, like when she had her, her three kids, um, Andy's aunt and uncle, mm-hmm. and then his mom, she's never felt a labor pain or anything. Like <laughs> she's like, I didn't feel anything. I mean, she's grown up on a farm <laughs> and like they just, they're, they are just the coolest people ever. And um, like right now, she's not feeling any pain. And she's on pain medication. But for this, I mean, she's not. Wow. She's not. And she's up and everything. But everybody in the family came home. Um, all the cousins from from everywhere. Great grandkid. Um, everybody. And we all took a family picture because that's what she wanted. And even his cousin, she was pregnant, um, had a baby on Thursday. Wow. And the baby was there on Sunday. And so I asked his cousin, I was like, how was the labor? Oh, I didn't feel anything. I was like, are really? you kidding me? Yeah. That was his, that was his, um, her, um, her sister, um, my mother-in-law's sister. Okay. Was her daughter. I was like, how do you all do this? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. I, I think it's a family talent. <laughs> I think so. But she was like, oh, I really didn't feel much. I, I hadn't, I had the baby naturally. Abram is his name. And had him naturally and it just really didn't feel anything i was like holy moly but um but anyways even that baby even that great grandbaby yeah, was there was in the picture yeah. yeah so um so 
all 45 made it because that's what she wanted. Wow. And um, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. I mean, that's really incredible. Yeah. So everybody was there and we got all got pictures. Um, and um, so that was really cool. So um, she's 80, 82. I think she's okay. 82. And um, but still like they she and uh, grandpa still live, you know, are on their own and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You know, I don't even think of them as being in their 80s. It's like right. it was a shock to even hear that she could be going to heaven soon. It was like that kind of thing. And I, I don't know. I it, They just have never felt old. I understand. I that. know you do because of Nanny. Because Nanny. Right. She's 83. <clears throat> right. And, and when I, I look at when I think of Nanny, she's just so self-sufficient. She is. And always taking care of other people. Don't cross her because she'll beat you with a broom. Right. I mean, like, <laughs> but that's how grandma is, too. Yeah. I mean, like. She's always, she's always taking, she's it's just funny strong. Because I don't know what she looks like, but when I picture her, I see nanny like that. That's because she's, she's just, she's always been so strong right. and, um, and, and she just takes care of everybody. I mean like, okay, so they had a, they had the potluck on before okay. the pictures at their church. Mm-hmm. She made three dishes. <laughs> I mean, for the potluck, yeah. you know? And, um, and so, I mean, just those kinds of things where like, you're not feeling well, you're on heavy duty medicine. Um, you have heavy duty cancer and yet she's making three she's dishes. Making, right. And so as you know, it's a different way of life it is. that they grew up with. That, and, is. and, um, for those of you who, who might not know, um, nanny is my grandmother, mm-hmm. um, my dad's mom. We call her nanny because the oldest cousin couldn't say granny. It came out nanny. That's how that all started. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Um, so, um, but it's just it's a different it's a different way of life that they grew up with that that's what you mm-hmm. that's what you do you you work you take care of those around you 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 know um it is it is how it is how i want mm-hmm. to grow old mm-hmm. that's exactly right I, I want to be in my 80s and be self-sufficient you know i look at my i look at my nanny who um lost her husband 15 years ago, you know, and has still, you know, every day gets up and works the farm and does, I mean, there are other people who come in and do things now, but, um, grandsons and great grandsons and things. Um, but still Mm -hmm. is, here's the thing. Don't come to her house full Mm-mm. because she's going to feed you anyway. Right. Because the, when I went with you that when I went with you, like she was, she was making green beans and, yeah. and, and stuff. I felt like I didn't really want to eat, but then, but you have to, but I had, but I had to. <laughs> and here's the thing. I said, no, thank you. You want to, because it's so good. Well, yeah, it smelled really good, but I said, no, thank you. And then it was like, I better not say no, no thank you again, or I think I'm going to get hit You're gonna with get the broom. The broom. <laughs> That's right. I was like, I better eat. I better eat me some green beans. And And I loved it. And I was like, I wanted to say, can I have some more? (laughs) There is a, there's a trigger in my brain now where even if I have eaten, even if I am full and I walk through that door, I'm hungry. (laughs) I bet. I imagine it's just, it's the way that is. That's how I want Mm -hmm. to grow old. And, you know, I think about how, you know, we were just talking about how our kids are so exhausted and we're exhausted. I mean, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. Raising children is exhausting work. Um, but that is how I want to come to the, you know. Always willing. I always want To serve absolutely. and to take care. Like, um, you know, we went, Andy and I, we went to go visit mm-hmm. her. And uh, that you took care of Lydia for me. Uh, so we could, it was just the two of us. Because Luke was doing something else, and right? I think Luke was here too. When you guys went to see grandma, Luke was here too. Oh, did they both stay? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing that. I couldn't remember. But yeah, so they were both here. And so the, just the two of us got to go up. And um, and so still, you know, she was not feeling well. Mm-hmm. And you could tell she wasn't feeling well. But normally, well, she just does everything. And I, I love that I can help her. And I just kind of follow along and I just say, what can I do to help? And, and I let her teach me. Um, but this time I had to do a little bit more. Um, but don't, but, but don't let grandpa and Andy help. No. And she didn't. And that just would not, that would not work. No. But then, but this time, um, she let me do 
a lot more of it. Okay. And I could see that, you know, and, but she let me, it was like she was mentoring me by letting, um, as she was help letting me do it. And um, it was such almost like a, a passing of the torch almost. Okay. Where I don't even know how to even explain it, but it was almost this empowering of, I know you can do it, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And it was such um, a privilege that the way that she was doing it. Um, I can't even tell, I don't even know how she did it, um, but it was the sweetest um, because even though she is, uh, she's, she's so strong and she's not, uh, and, and she's the kind, she is so kind, but she's not the most nurturing. I can't, I don't know how to ne- necessarily say that she's, but it, she is nurturing, but she's not like, I don't know how to necessarily she's say not it. She's babying you. Not, she's not a babier. That's exactly yeah. right. And, um, but she did it in a way that I knew that she was, that she believed in me without right. necessarily saying I believe, I believe in it. you. Right. And it just came across that way. And um, we have this rapport that it's like, I know that she, that she really believes in me. And it just helped me to know, I mean, like I'm not really her granddaughter, but I am. Right. And I felt that way. And it was the coolest thing. I, I don't even know how to necessarily, I don't know what else to say about that, but it was the coolest. It was one of the coolest moments of my life because I lost my grand, um, my grandparents, my, my grandparents when I was younger, but the one that I really was very close to when I was a freshman in high school. And she's the one that taught me to pray and gave me my first Bible and those kinds of things. And so, um, to have that, you know, was very, very special. And, um, and so like I, she gave me some of her, some of her um, precious hickory nuts that were in her freezer this time that she makes a lot of her recipes with. She has um, she has them in this deep freeze and she told me to go get some, which she doesn't, okay. she wouldn't normally she wouldn't do. do. And just things like that, that um, to me were, is just a big deal. Right. And, um, and to know that, that she like really trusts me with her grandchild, especially since her own daughter has gone on to heaven. Um, And to know that she knows that I love him the way that they would want me to love him. Right. Was very precious. And I know that it was just, um, it was a really cool moment. And I just want to say thank you again for watching my kids so that I could have that time with them and that we could have that time with them because I don't know if we'll ever get that private time ever, ever again. Um, but then to see the, all of the family get together and it was so much fun. That was what was so cool. Not, a, not, you know, um, who knows if all of us will ever, ever be together again, in etern- like this side of eternity, but to have everybody there and to celebrate and nobody was sad, not even them, you know, I mean, they were just celebrating and they were so happy to see their entire family that, you know, Except, right. you know, Martha, but, but Martha's in heaven. So in a, in a way she's there, but, um, but to see everybody there and there was not a tear shed, there was nothing. It was just, let's have fun. Let's celebrate. Let's, you know, that's, what's so cool about, you know, um, when you don't have any regrets and they don't have any, they don't have any, I mean, they just, they've lived hard. They've lived well, they've loved well, they've loved hard. And, um, it was just really, really cool. And that's the kind of legacy that I want to leave with my, you know, with my family Absolutely. to not, to not leave anything left unsaid, to not have any anger or bitterness or, or to not have anything like that whatsoever. And, um, I just, it was just really, really neat. Those, those two people, are who I want to my marriage to be like. I really, really do. And Andy and I have always looked to them as a model of of that. And um, and and I and I we will we will continue to do that because um, it was just it was just really really cool. So um, that's awesome. Yeah. I am so glad that you guys got to have that. Mm-hmm. I really am. Yeah, yeah. Both the private time and the. Uh-huh. And the family get together. And, and one of the, we were, I've been kind of worried about grandpa because, you know, he's always had her, you know, and, and she has taken right. care of him and he's very strong in and of himself and he's always taken care of, they take care of one another, another. So it's not right. like that, but he has MS. Right. And so he's not able to do a lot of things. Well, he told Andy, he said, um, he said that he'll end up going to a, a 
a semi, I mean like a retirement home mm-hmm. and an assisted living place. And he said, but he said, we've already talked about it. And, and he said, and, and she was standing there. He said, and I already told her that I'd be the better one to be left behind because I'll get along better with people than she will. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like what Cliff's going to be saying in 50 years. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just that kind of thing. And they just laughed about it and, and just stuff like that. So it's just, you know, really, I don't know, just really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that story. <laughs> I'll get along with people better. Yeah, he'll have his sports to watch, and yeah. he's very personable. She is too, but very personable, and um, so, yeah, that's good. That's a good story. I'm so glad that you guys got to have that time. I think that that is very special. Um, I know right before, um, um, see, my mom's mom died when she was 75, and um, for her 75th birthday the one thing that she wanted was everyone to be together and so we had that one let and then um which was in january and then she passed away in april and um so she got the and i know how special that was and just to watch her in that moment and just you know she wasn't part of every conversation taking place and right. you know she was but um to watch that joy in her eyes and and see it on her face because everyone had come together yeah um in in celebration and um, that that's a special memory. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love that you guys got to have that. Yeah. One of the yeah. cousins um, put together a sweatshirt with all of the great grandkids handprints so on it cool. for, 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 for grandma yeah. so she can wear it. And um, that is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So just really neat stuff. So so she's always surrounded by her family. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. That is good stuff. This was a good episode. I'm glad you think so. I do. I had a good time. Well, I always have a good time with you. Hopefully, anybody that listens thinks that it's a good episode. If not, (laughs) we're sorry. If not, we think so. So, you know, apologize that you don't. (laughs) See, I say I'm sorry and you say we think so. Again, you can see our different personalities coming out. That's why why we compliment each other. I agree. We We do. do. Um, Megan says that you're making me nicer. And you're making me stronger. How about that? She did. She, um, she, so I did something. It was a, um, the way that I phrased it or something. She's like, Sarah's rubbing off on you. You're getting nicer. That's funny. <laughs> and then in the next minute, she's like, yeah, I can see the papal still there too. <laughs> like, sorry. Oh, no. It's, it's, <laughs> no, I'm apologizing to your dad that, that, um, no, he knows. And, and I mean, he knows that, that, um, well, good. Then you're. I, then get, you're it, I get it honest from my daddy. Here, that, well, you see, your daddy's rubbing off on me. Then he, yes, yeah, my dad is making you stronger. That's exactly what I'm <laughs> Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>